Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys a little bit of an idea, uh, kind of reflective of the day and the past couple of days that I've had, and uh, even more so, something that I think is going to complement what we talked about last week in terms of stress, uh, and really just kind of take it to the next level. It's something all of us face every single day, and it's something that if we let it, will absolutely make us better, but obviously if we dig our heels in and fight against it, we are certainly, certainly going to be pushed back by it. And what is it I'm speaking about? Adversity. And adversity is, excuse me, simply being challenged. It's the difficult things that life throws our ways, uh, right? The uh, trials and the tribulations, the obstacles. It's an idea that we've touched on many times before in other episodes when I talked about other things, but it, it really kind of rung, rung true for me this past week uh, in terms of things that I faced. And, you know, some of the adversity that I faced was very, very small. And <laughs> as is often the case, usually the smallest adversity is the most annoying, whereas the biggest usually is not as annoying. I'll give you guys a simple example of an, exe- uh, an, an example of adversity that was small, but was a pain in my butt. So in the locker rooms of my school, there are two hi-hat lights over each sink. And the bulbs went out. No big deal. Happens to every light bulb. Eventually it burns out, right? So I went to the local Home Depot and I went to go and uh, get the bulbs that I needed. And when I went to go get the bulbs... I said you know, there were uh, CFL bulbs, two tube light, two uh, tubes on the bulb. They'd been put in eight, nine years ago when I first opened the location, uh, this new location, I should say, and they've never been changed since. But since then, there's LED replacements for everything. So I said, oh, look, there's an LED replacement for these. Perfect. Oh, it's got the right amount of pins. It's the right shape. It's this funky little light fixture. Perfect. So I get it to the school, and I, I get up on, on a step stool, and I'm messing with it and messing with it and messing with it. I'm like, why in the world will this thing not go in? There's no reason I can wrap my head around as to why it won't go into the socket. Finally, I take it out of the socket, and I compare it to the old light bulb. And it turns out there's these two little fins on each bulb, little, little uh, tabs. And the tabs are on opposite sides on the two different bulbs. So one, it's on the upper left-hand and lower right-hand corner. And on the other bulb, it's on the upper right-hand and lower left-hand corner. And there's no way to spin the bulb, so magically they'll be on the correct spot. And I'm like, oh, of all the things to be defeated by, I'm defeated by less than an ounce of plastic. This tiny little thing (laughs) was all it took to be a pain in my butt and ruin my positive momentum. And to make it worse, it was after another light light bulb project the night before that had gone awry that uh, uh, was a pain in my neck, again, in a small and annoying way. But here's the thing when it comes to adversity. Often, people let adversity simply beat them, simply knock them down and keep them down. 
Obviously, my light bulb adversity is not a very big case of this. It's not as though I couldn't just go to the store and buy the correct light bulbs, or I couldn't go on Amazon, which I did, and order the correct light bulbs and have them there a day and a half later. I, that, as a matter of fact, I went online on Amazon, I found the correct bulbs, uh, and for just a little bit more than that LED replacement, uh, I was able to get a four-pack of the correct bulbs. And even when I went to Home Depot to return the LEDs, I was in and out uh, in so little time that the person next to me who was emptying their cart into their trunk uh, didn't have time to finish between me walking into the store and me walking out of it. So in terms of adversity, it was pretty small, right? But life throws big adversity in our way all the time, right? It throws adversity at varying different degrees. And uh, I've talked about my friend Sensei Joe Curran uh, before, and I, I'm hoping to have him on the podcast sometime soon so that he and I can discuss his story a little bit more because he's the living embodiment of overcoming adversity. Um, and I'll, I'll, We'll talk more about that hopefully very, very soon. But I digress. Adversity is the very thing that we need to fight against in order to get stronger. What is adversity? If we break it down to an even simpler idea, it is resistance. It's the cosmic things fighting against you. In my case, my lights, it was less than an ounce of plastic, two little tabs with a resistance fighting against me. And the thing about resistance is, resistance in all its forms, adversity being chief among them, makes us stronger. If we look at what a person does, when faced with adversity, we learn so much about who they are as a person. There are so many people that we know that as soon as the going gets tough, as soon as the load becomes a little bit too much to bear, as soon as it becomes difficult, they're done. They've given up. I've experienced it a great many times with a great many people about a great many things. You know, I, I knew kids who would be on, on uh, you know, the soccer team with me growing up, and one practice would get hard, and all of a sudden, I'd never see that kid again. They were a star up until that one practice. Then that one practice got hard. As soon as it got hard, that kid disappeared. They quit. They, they left the rest of their team high and dry because of one hard practice. One bit of adversity threw their, uh, fell their way. But the thing about it is, the measure of a person is how they keep going in the face of adversity. And the thing about it is, adversity, again, no matter how big or small, always feels mind-numbingly difficult in the moment. When I was fighting that stupid little light bulb, the stupid little tabs on it, and I was feeling like, oh, are you kidding me when I see how the LED and the CFL bulb are different? When I see those little fins, I'm seeing red. There's nothing else in the world that I can see. I can't see anything else. I can't think about anything else. I found myself teaching class later, and I'm teaching a jiu-jitsu move. And while I'm teaching a jiu-jitsu move, the light bulb pops in my head. Man, I was so annoyed by that thing. Why? Because adversity, it's rearing its ugly head. It was the world's biggest problem. Why? because it was my current problem. 
And that's the thing. All problems feel huge when they're your current problem, even when they're small. You remember just recently I told you guys a story about that call to the utility company and how that small little thing, I put it off and I put it off and I put it off and I built it up to be this tremendous thing in my mind when it wound up being like nothing at all. This is exactly the same thing. Adversity, my difficulty, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us to build strength. All right? And more importantly, it's an opportunity for us to build appreciation. I, I, I was so frustrated with those stupid light bulbs the other day and the other lighting problem I had the night before. Man, I was so frustrated with those light bulbs. I, it's funny, I had issued, the night before I had issues with, um, in the school we have a drop ceiling in the locker rooms and lobby area and there's these two foot by two foot lights and there's a little frame that goes in the front of them, uh, a nine cell they call it. Just clicks in the front, covers the light bulbs a little bit. It's more of an aesthetic thing than anything else. So when I was changing another light bulb, the nine cell swung out, and as it swung out, it like completely fell apart because they're made of thin little sheet metal. It's very flimsily put apart as it's put together, I should say, as it's supposed to be, so that way it can be easily messed with to get into its frame. And it was this whole big rigmarole where I'm trying to put it together after an extremely long day, and I'm hot and I'm tired, and all I want to do is just get this light bulb changed and go home. So I have the frame sitting in my office after Thursday night. And Friday I walk in and I'm determined. I'm going to replace the lights above the sink and that's going to be my first victory. And then I'm going to get to the bottom of this frame and that's going to be my next victory. Well, I walked in the door and as soon as I walked in my office, I see the frame sitting on the floor and I get re-aggravated from the night before. It reignites all that feeling because my problems are so big. In that moment, those problems could not be any bigger. But then you step back. And when you step back, you realize how small your problems really are. Whoop-de-doo, I can't get the frame, the little nine-cell frame, to fit back in the light box perfect. Oh, no, I'm going to have to ask one of my students who knows from all that, John, who I've talked about before, works in a school, does that kind of stuff. I, I, I uh, enlisted his help earlier this evening, actually. Don't put it back together. But I digress. Um, Oh no, that's what I'm going to have to do to overcome this problem. whoop do you do right? I'm having trouble putting this nine-cell frame back in the, uh, the light fixture in my business. There are other people who are absolutely positively clawing to stay in business, who are fighting with every ounce of their being, who are looking at their books and have no idea if they're going to be able to make it, if they're going to be able to stay in business through the end of the, the month, let alone the end of the year, maybe even the end of the week. And I could complain in that moment. I could be so angry in that moment. I could be so fed up in that moment. But really, my problems are kind of inconsequential compared to somebody else. What right do I have to complain about these stupid little light bulbs when there's somebody else who's locking the doors on their business for the final time? What right do I have to complain about my little light fixtures when there's people whose entire business was lost to act to God, not even 
something like COVID, but like a flood or a fire, those kind of God forbid kind of things. What right do I have to complain, right? Their adversity is much bigger than mine. And that's the thing we have to remember when we're facing adversity. It could always be worse. It could always be worse. Right? It's like a comedy of errors kind of thing sometimes where you kind of ask, man, how could life get any worse? And then life answers, and it gets a little worse. It throws a little more adversity your way. But here's the thing. There's one thing I believe firmly. And you know, some people might hear the sentiment and think it's a religious sentiment, and it's not, uh, in, in my estimation anyway. I don't find it to be religious. I just look at it with when it comes to certain people that I've seen who've seemingly taken more than their share of adversity. And keep soldiering on I look at it and I say to myself man it must be true that God only gives you what he knows you can handle and there are some among us who he thinks very highly of apparently because he gives us a lot of it very big adversity but by the same token adversity isn't a comparison game it isn't like well you're better than me or you're stronger than me or you're whatever than me because you faced more adversity. It's not like that. Instead, it's what could you do to push beyond that, to push beyond the adversity. Because like I said, in life so often, we see people who fold in the face of adversity. As soon as things get difficult, they close up shop. Think about all the sore losers you know. And uh, there's one person who listens to this in particular and thinks I'm calling him out, and maybe a little bit I am. But I, I mean, I grew up with somebody who was like the worst sore loser ever. And like, if they were playing a video game, there was no consoling them if they were losing. You couldn't get them out of the, their seeing red rage that they would get into losing a stupid video game. I remember times that I'm screaming and crying and yelling all over a video game they were losing. But why? Because they were facing adversity. But here's the thing about it. The more adversity we face in life, the stronger person we become. I believe that wholeheartedly. Right? Now the thing is, we're living in an increasingly convenient world. We're living in a world where things get easier and easier and easier by the day. You can Instacart your groceries and never have to leave your house. Right? You can Amazon. I mean, those light bulbs that were aggravating me and I needed the solution to that problem. I went on Amazon on Saturday morning. I had them in my hand by Sunday afternoon. It doesn't get any easier than that. That's, but that comfort, the further we go towards comfort, the further we go away from adversity. And therein lies the problem. Because adversity is what strengthens us. It, it's what calluses us over. Think about it. What builds a muscle? Adversity. Right? You put that muscle in adverse situations. You apply tons of resistance to it over and over and over again. And that adversity builds the strength. So we need adversity. We need trials and tribulations. We need that challenge and that difficulty. We shouldn't run from it. Because that adversity makes us stronger. It makes us better. 
Those are the things that we look back on in life and are amazed that we overcame. Right? We know uh, I've talked about things of this ilk in the past and you know, there, there are those among you, um, among us I should say, who look at the negative experiences of their past. Bad relationships, romantic or otherwise. Bad business dealings. Um, all sorts of bad situations. And they might look at them and say, oh, I live with no regrets because those things made me who I am. And I could see their point. But I think just because I learned a lesson from something doesn't mean I can't regret it. Right? But going through it certainly strengthened us. That's something that we can't debate. Going through it even though it was an unpleasant experience, we're a little better for it. Now, I'm not suggesting we go out and get our heart broken or go into a bad business venture. I'm suggesting that we make time to create voluntary adverse situations for ourselves. We step out of our comfort zone. We do things that are difficult and we push ourselves past them. In other words, that class that we were a little unwilling to take at school, whether it was a subject we thought was uh, something outside of our skill set, or it was, uh, you know, maybe you take maybe you take martial arts and there's a striking class and a jujitsu class, and that jujitsu class, oh, I'm a little freaked out by it. People touching me, this, that, the other. Step out of your comfort zone. Create an adverse situation, because often adversity is going to lead to a new thing we didn't even know we were going to love. Sometimes we have to go through the darkness, right? There's a, a quote from one of my favorite movies, it's always darkest before the dawn. That's the thing, a little adversity often leads to something positive on the, on the other side. So this week as you're hearing this and as you're thinking about the things you're going to do for the remainder of your week, Put yourself in some adverse situations. If you're someone who does not yet exercise, change that. Use that time to voluntarily put yourself in adverse situations. You know, people, people hundreds of years ago didn't exercise because life was adverse enough and they were getting the adversity physically and psychologically to strengthen them physically and psychologically. But we don't live in that world anymore a hundred percent so take the time carve a couple of hours a week out for you to better yourself for you to voluntarily take part in some adversity right i always look at my training as voluntary adversity you're choosing to go through something that will be difficult but you know that that difficulty will forge you like that, like that uh, steel forge uh, forges that, that, that awesome piece of, of metal. Right? The same way that heat and pressure creates a diamond, the heat and pressure of that workout can carve you into the diamond as well. Right? Voluntary adversity. Moments where that voice in your mind is going to tell you, give up, move away from this feeling, stop, take a break, whatever. When we find that feeling, when we find that adversity, know that you can overcome it. Know that you'll be better for it. And know 
that no matter what life throws your way, life never gives us more than we can handle. And when you get that extreme case of adversity, just know that life is giving you a compliment, that it believes you can handle this higher level of adversity. It counts you among one of those elite few. Just like so many others, rise to that challenge because you'll be better on the other side. That's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. On Facebook, I'm sensei james leonelli. You can find my school at tsksmithtown.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tigershulmansmithtown. You can find us on Instagram and on uh, Twitter at tsmma underscore smithtown. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. And until next time, my friends, I'll see you guys on the map.